1: Welcome back to Shot of History. I'm Stephanie.
2: I am the Color Man, Big Dev.
3: T. I'm Calvin. I'm Tony. <laughs> Dave.
1: Yay. We. <Whee>.
3: Hi. Here. <laughs> dangerously awake. Let's do this.
1: I know. This is. This is actually like I'm dangerously awake too. So it's actually really good. I My wife like...
0: Jen is here as well.
1: Hi. I know. I was Hi, waiting for yeah. you to say your name. And <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I'm so still. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, you got a mic, girl. We all just you know, we all just announce ourselves. Just I'm here, man. I'm here. There we go. <laughs> uh so today I'm gonna be the historian. We're gonna talk about a uh a horribly botched trip in a hot air balloon to mm. the North Pole. It's it ends, it ends horribly. White
2: people be whiting. Uh,
1: yeah. That's
0: exactly
2: and, what and, that's and, about. <laughs> Speaking uh, yeah. of white people whiting, did you see the Harbaugh family Christmas picture where they're all in Michigan knit sweaters? No. And it's the whitest there, you know? wow. like, i have ever seen. Wow. I described it as, if there was a visual aid next to fucking white people <laughs> in Urban Dictionary,
3: this would be that this picture. Be the <laughs> that's the definition of W-Y-P-I-P-O. White White people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Just so you know, during this episode, I'm going to ask a lot. I'm going to ask, but why?
1: <laughs> I, well, I, that's the whole reason I'm doing okay. this is All because because I saw, it was there and I, nobody had did it before. Uh, well, <laughs> I, well, well and I, I saw it, and I'm just like. But why? The whole time I'm reading it. So that's actually very accurate. white
0: people climb mountains, I'm like, you see it? It's there. You can see the top. You don't got to go there.
1: <laughs> you know it
2: exists. You know what you're going to find up there? Snow. <laughs> no, you can see yeah. it from the ground. <laughs> and you're not even... <laughs> not, not all the time. Sometimes there's clouds in the
0: way. Yeah, okay. or, or, oh. like the
3: case of Everest, a lot of dead bodies. Yeah, a lot ride. of dead bodies. And so many that they now use them as landmarks. Yeah, when so you walk part. in Miami, yeah. they're like, oh, that guy had the same great idea I had. Yeah, <laughs> right. Take a left at red snow pants guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh.
1: Well, before we get started, as is <laughs> tradition here on Shot of History, let us shot. raise our glasses. <laughs> Cheers, everyone. Cheers.
0: Cheers. <sighs> Ooh. Mm, God damn it. Ooh. I so, like it. Yeah.
1: Mm. I um, am drinking the Grand Traverse oh, Distillery Isle of Rye. Oh, they're great. Phenomenal. What are you guys drinking?
2: I had the uh, Wild Turkey Kentucky Spirit Single Barrel, which was uh, bottled the day after my birthday. Ooh.
3: I also had
2: that. And Calvin
0: finished five minutes from now. <laughs> <laughs>
3: You had a dollar for every time you said that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> ding ding ding. We're, I said I know we got a bell. I have about $50. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and I did the uh, the the Screwball's peanut butter whiskey, which I'm I'm now a fan of. Really? I really really am. Like and I, do, I like I'm I'm already thinking like yeah. Christmassy mixed drinks like you mix that with some Godiva liqueur, you mix it with like uh, some chocolate covered cherry girly kind drinks. Of, yeah.
1: From <laughs> it's, it's 2019.
0: Anybody can drink whatever they want. Yeah,
1: they can, but I'm okay. a girl stop and I'm being, calling it a girly drink. Stop being sexist
0: drink. about it. It is pretty sweet. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't whiskey. like
1: sweet drinks, so uh, that's probably... It's whiskey. It
0: can't be a girly drink. It's whiskey. It's got whiskey in it. Yeah. Yeah. It makes it it's, not... Is
1: it like the only kind of whiskey oh, that they Oh, I had whiskey and chicks? cocoa the other
0: day. Oh, it was delicious. This is the peanut butter? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, bourbon. Bourbon
3: and, and cocoa. Can we get a crunchy oh, peanut oh, butter rimmer on that? Oh, God. So what are we talking about?
1: We are talking about uh, <laughs> white people. Who, 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 you know, <laughs> white people, white. you Why know. Uh, and the funny thing is, this guy was Swedish, so he was extra white. Oh yeah, super so, white. So, yeah, super um, white. Okay, so this dude's name is Solomon August Andre. He was born in uh, October, or on October eighteenth, eighteen fifty-four, in a small town in Sweden. Um, he went to the Institute of Technology in Stockholm, and he graduated with a degree in mechanical engineering. Okay,
3: so not a dumb guy. No, let's let's no, you, like let's he, you, let's, he, you, let's. There's the starting point. Yes, not a dumb individual.
1: I mean, we're we're gonna but, learn how dumb he truly that is. Was. I mean, education does not equal book smart. Yeah, Book smart. Right. So this is this is like the best tale of that that I could possibly not, not intelligent, <laughs> but not wise. Right. Right. Exactly. Um, so then he takes a trip um, to the uh, Centennial Exposition in Philadelphia, and he um, he's working at a janitor as a janitor at the Swedish Pavilion, and he discovers. Um, Balloon travel while he's there. Like he meets with a guy who does it. Wait, wait, wait. So advanced degrees. Yeah. He goes to work as a janitor. <laughs> goes to work as a
3: – so kind of like my buddy who got his PhD this. in theoretical nuclear physics and like does the same stuff I do. Um, and I yeah. was like, I was like, dude, like what are you doing? And he's like, you don't understand. He's like, there's like maybe four jobs that open up. He's <laughs> like, I know a guy with this degree that's literally driving a bus. Yeah. I feel like this guy. Wow. Yeah, I was going to say, this sounds like Goodwill, Goodwill Hunting.
1: hunting yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <You> like apples?
3: Are <laughs> oh, you like these apples? <laughs> it's not your
1: fault. Uh, so, yeah, he goes there. He's like, oh, now I'm obsessed with hot air balloons. <laughs> Sweet. He goes back to Sweden, opens up a machine shop. Um, it wasn't very successful, so he had to start looking for other employment. Um, he worked at a few places. He ended up working at the Swedish Patent Office. Um And he was just, like, all about the natural sciences. So he decided that he was going to, um, you know, start doing hot air ballooning. He's like, this is my calling. (laughs) So his first craft was called the Svea. It's S-V-E-A. It's all Swedish names, so I'm going to mispronounce like a mofo. (laughs) Um, He got some publisher uh, to... Buy him this hot air balloon, by, by saying, "Hey, we're going to do this to promote public welfare and science, like science." You and know, I'm going to write a book. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he used this, and He actually made some really cool discoveries, like uh, weather observations. He studied the speed and movement of sound. He took a lot of photographs that, like you know, helped out a lot of people. So this was when he did this. People were like, "Wow, okay, this guy, like, he knows what he's he knows what he's doing." Um, so he decides that he's going to do, uh, he says it, it is possible and feasible for a balloon to fly to the North pole. So he gets this idea and he's like, okay, we're going to go to the North pole. So, um, May 31st, sounds 18- like
3: someone didn't get what he wanted from, for Christmas and wanted a little revenge. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> um, uh, May 31st, 1896, they've, they've been prepping for a year for this. Um, the first, André Polar expedition left Stockholm. And wait, hold on—the first, the first. But wait, there's more. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) the the second was his last. So let's—I'm giving you just a little background on this guy before I totally trash him. You know. (laughs) Even his own country now officially is like – and I'll get to this later. But his own country used to think of him as a hero. But now looking through it, like "Ah, through the lens of history, they're like, no, not
3: so much. We're going to take him off those scales. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We're we're not going to praise this guy anymore. Take down the Um, statue
3: of the balloon. Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, it was a big deal – for like six weeks, they were like waiting to like get the right weather to launch, and it never came. So for six weeks, he's supposed to be launching this balloon. Everybody's waiting for him. It never happens, and um, the balloon deflated. Guys, and, we've all been there, right? Yeah,
3: the,
1: the <laughs> balloon <laughs> deflated. Yeah. deflated.
3: Yeah. Uh, I'm the right moment never came. Yeah.
1: My jaw hurts. I go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> uh, you know, so he came back home. With his tail tucked between his legs and like people were calling him a fraud and, you know, like he Wait, was really – he's got a tail too?
0: This story just keeps getting I better. I know, <laughs>
1: right? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean he was pretty depressed about it but, you know, he thought on this for a while and he's really – he's like, well, you know – I'm gonna try to do this again. So, um, in the spring of 19 or 1897, pardon me. Um, he was financially backed by Alfred Nobel, inventor of dynamite and donor of the Nobel prizes. Um, so he had like this prestigious backer that was gonna, you know, help him get everything up and running. So now, so now he has the
2: balloon and a way to bomb the North Pole. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I like where it's this going. Right. Again,
1: back um, to didn't get what he wanted yeah, for Christmas.
3: Yeah. <laughs> uh
1: The Swedish government um, assigned him a gunboat to, like, accompany him to the Danes Islands, which is where um, they had a, a balloon hangar. where they is were where
3: gonna, Claire like, Danes do- is from. <laughs> <laughs> <they> were gonna
1: <laughs> do, like, you know, they were going to do all the repairs from the balloon that happened when he... You know, when the balloon deflated. Yes. Oh, wait. So for
3: Expedition 1, the balloon just kind of stayed there.
1: Yeah. Okay. It was oh, still okay. there. I mean, I, they didn't. They couldn't take it back. I mean, <laughs> the thing wouldn't get off the ground. But, yeah. So And they were going to do all of that, repair it, and get it ready for launch. Um, and so this time, he actually had two people that were accompanying him on his trip. Ooh, boy. Um, oh, boy. Two more idiots. Gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And these guys were young. You know, younger than him. Yeah. Like, he was in his 40s when he did this. These guys were in their 20s. One were, of them is young as uh, 22, <laughs> <Yeah>. I believe. <laughs> yeah. um, so their names were, I don't know how to it. It's K-N-U-T. New- Knut? Knut <laughs> Frankel and Nils Strindberg these are very Swedish names. <laughs> I like. think
3: every time you say those you should sound like the Swedish chef. Peter Muscaga Gaggen. Hey Peter Muscaga
1: <laughs> I haven't had enough alcohol for that
0: yet. Uh, Damn it. Uh, Drink I'll up. leave that up to the professionals.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm going to just take a sip of this wine and then I'll get to I do Anyway I feel
3: like so you've got guy in his mid-40s talks two guys in their early 20s into accompanying him yeah. go on a hot balloon air balloon ride, <laughs> wink, <Yeah>. wink, <laughs> to the North Pole. <laughs> Skeptical Dave Skeptical.
1: Well, okay, so.
3: Was he wearing a clown suit when he did this?
1: <laughs> um, it, it does not say, so we can speculate that yes, he was. <laughs> Big
3: red hot <laughs> air balloon.
1: <Yeah. laughs> so, Frankel, um, who was the first dude, I'm not saying Knut again I think it's after Newt.
3: that. I I really do.
1: Uh, Well, whatever. It doesn't matter. Some Swedish dude. We're going to go with his last name, which is Frankel, which is much easier to pronounce. He was a civil engineer. Um and he had considerable Arctic experience. They thought, hey, this guy like is gonna be a good guy to bring. He knows like how to survive in like cold weather climates. He was a mountaineer on, on the ground. Well right. yeah, exactly. Right. Extra perfect. Well so yeah.
3: for when the balloon crashes. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
1: right. Right. Um so he was a mountaineer, a gymnast, and a railroad builder. Um so he you know, he had a lot of <laughs> Yeah, okay. I mean, he, he had a lot of things it's going the on. Story life
3: at twenty. Yeah, yeah. Right.
1: well, he was twenty-seven. This guy, oh, okay. he was a little bit older. Um, <laughs>
3: Might have been some resume padding But going he on, apparently,
1: <laughs> he'd gone ballooning. He'd you know taken balloons up twice, and they both crashed. But they were like, he <laughs> Wait, was, Hold on, hold on.
2: Right. You feel like this is
1: going to be different. Up twice. Both times they crashed. Yeah,
3: third <laughs> the, time's a charm. Right?
1: The, he's got the yeah. dream team. He's building the dream team right yeah, here. Yeah.
2: Um, well, I mean, my first he, balloon deflated. Now I'm going to get a guy that's crashed a balloon twice. We're going to be fine. I mean, he going
3: to be great? He does not want anybody more successful yeah. than him on this on this balloon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he's a gymnast right. and builds railroads. Yes.
1: <laughs> I mean, he's a jack of all trades. I mean, he seems like doing a, handstands while they're nailing yeah, down the rail. Exactly.
3: <laughs> Walking down the rail. Watch yeah. as I do this backflip on the balloon.
1: Uh, so. Strindberg, the other dude, he was twenty-four. Sorry, I thought he was twenty-two, he was twenty-four. Um, and he was more of like an intellectual. He didn't have as much life experience, obviously. You I mean he had not crashed <laughs> two balloons? <laughs> got it. Right. He hadn't he hadn't crashed any balloons yet. Um and apparently he was like super like attractive for the time. So when they added Such him to the team, like all of these women were like they were like kind of like obsessed with they were obsessed with him so they were obsessed with this whole journey and like they were taking like pictures with him and they, you know it was like the modern day like selfie like when you see a celebrity So, so
3: we got like, some balloon mania going on 18, Oh yeah. Like, 1897 yeah. W- like wasn't this still the time where pictures took like eight minutes to take?
1: Well uh, probably. I mean <laughs> I don't know but I mean yeah it was, That, we that don't was have the, the point not have They technology. got eight, eight minutes yeah. uh, Just stand there. That's why nobody smiled We've talked about this right, before. Nobody yeah. <laughs> He's smiling for eight minutes, man. No, no. Fuck that. <laughs> and if they did, they'd look really creepy because it'd be that weird. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, this guy brings a camera because he's like, oh, I'm going to take like all these really cool photos. Hold the balloon here. still. Right. 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 So he brings a camera. Um, eight, eight minutes. And all that yeah. fun stuff. So despite – all of this attention to detail. They spent a long time getting the balloon ready. They ha- they added extra supplies. They had enough food for like I think three months. If they were, um, yeah, like three months worth of food. They didn't think they would need that much, but they brought it anyway. Which turns out that they did need it. Um, again, <laughs> turns, we're getting to that. Turns uh, out
2: they actually needed four months. <laughs> they needed three <laughs> they months
1: needed, and they one day. A bit more. <laughs> uh, um, but um, so th- after all this preparation. But they're getting you know, closer to launch day and they find out that the uh, the balloon is leaking. And I mean they were meticulous about putting together this So this uh, is a, an
2: actual hot air balloon.
1: Uh, not, yes. I not think, not yeah. some
3: gas-filled like – Not a dirigible. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Was it? yeah.
2: OK. I Which, think well, – um, That, that word I would the, not
3: be able to say about four shows later. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just be clear. Yeah.
2: Because when she says that the balloon is leaking, it's like, yeah, but you just just put more hot air into it.
1: Yeah, um, well, they, no,
3: but it's still like it because it's all seamed it. and all uh. that. It's like it's not one continuous piece. So. They
1: they actually they did use gas. I believe it was hydrogen. Oh, uh, yeah. So work it, well with the it, flesh it was, powder from a camera. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <You laughs> <got it. laughs> so
2: yeah, it was it was. So it's gas. more like so it's more like a like a weather balloon then. Than yeah, a hot air balloon.
1: Okay. Yeah, I just call, I call all balloons hot air balloons. <laughs> just, I just because I city balloons. <laughs> That's what I do. It's a
3: Xerox. It's a Kleenex. It's a hot air balloon. Yes, exactly. Yeah.
1: Um, so the advice of everyone at this point, including the dude who, like, put together this balloon, was like, you need to postpone and rebuild we'll this the entire bag because it's leaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, on July 11th, 1897, at 2.30 in the afternoon, the flight order was given. He was like, fuck y'all. we taken this balloon up. And basically – it was because like he was – I think he was feeling pressured because like his first time out was such a yeah. disaster and he had like a big funder on this and there was a lot riding on this trip. So he was just like, fuck it. So he already knew this balloon was leaking before, uh, <laughs> you know, they launched uh, on July 11th and then it vanished and was never sighted again. I'm gonna go well, into. They didn't eat that food we're right? gonna pop yeah. into the future really quick here. Um, and, yeah, I know. We're <laughs> Perfect. Thank you. So in August, we of, gotta do
0: something about your kids, Marty. <laughs> <laughs> so from
1: 1897 till August of 1930, nobody knew what happened because nobody ever saw these guys again. Um, there was a, a, a ship that went out into the area where. It just so happened to be the area where these guys all died. And uh, so they found the bodies. They found – Located right next to where uh, Captain America eventually (laughs) went down
2: in the ocean.
0: days. Right. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Yeah. and so, you know, they, they found these guys and then um, on September third, the New York Times had this, you know, big headline, Bodies of Airmen Lost Thirty Three Years Ago found near where a balloon fell in the Arctic. Um, there were two skeletons that they found and they were still dressed in clothing. The Just cool two. thing hmm. yeah, well <laughs> the third guy they eventually found okay. but the two guys were like in like a like a, a makeshift shelter and they were fully dressed and um our our uh, and Andre had a very detailed journal that was preserved because it was with it was inside of his coat, his jacket on the top of his. Well, the clothing probably rotted away underneath, but it was wrapped in like an oilskin. Material. Mm-hmm. So it protected the journal. So Driver this is keeper. how we know yeah. what happened.
3: Day one, launched. <laughs> Day two, deeply regretting launch. <laughs> Day three, fuck these guys.
1: <laughs> uh, screw you guys, I'm going home. That would have been me. Um, Day four
2: this might turn out all right.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so they ended up finding the third body not too far away from... But he was buried. Um, He basically, like... uh, It was found out later that he had a heart attack and he died. So they buried him. The other two guys were still alive at this time. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so this is basically... um, what happened? So not long after they took off, they had these three ropes that were dragged. They were using them to keep them from floating too high. They were um, they had like they were covered in oil and they were long enough that they would drag to the ground. So it would soak up water. It would you know help to hold the balloon at a certain level.
3: Did Jaws? Did Jaws grab one of the ropes?
1: No. Okay. What, what had haven't, happened haven't
3: was. <laughs> see what had happened. happened was. What had happened
1: was not long after launch, uh, they had to cut all three of them because they got caught on something and it was oh, dragging course, the balloon. Uh, so it they, was they were going to use these three ropes to not only keep them lowered to the ground, but help to steer. So they ended up having to cut all three of these not long after they launched. So there you go. That's the first big, fuck you, on the first day. Yeah, uh-huh. And they're like, okay, well, yeah, we're going to keep going. Um, <laughs> the call. third day out. So we we had, had it, we had I don't keep know keep that they had an, going to an to option. What, is, what was uh, 1897. Okay. Okay. So
3: we had to get rid of our ballast and our mechanism for steering.
1: But sure.
3: We'll be fine. We'll be fine. <laughs> Everything's
1: going to be great, guys. It's all going to be Meanwhile, great. Meanwhile,
3: black people on
0: the ground are like <laughs> leaning down next to his son going, Son? Don't ever use your freedom for this. <laughs> hey,
1: hey. This is not what
2: freedom
0: is for. <laughs> um, so, you can do anything you want now, but not that. that.
3: Right.
1: And apparently, they had um, they had a bunch of carrier pigeons on board, and so every day he was <laughs> yes, carrier. Were they
3: pigeons. part of the food supply?
1: No, <laughs> they were going to use them to send messages to like let people know what was going on. So, so they carrier
0: had, pigeons are floating along in a balloon like this. Is well, redundant.
1: they're they're in cages. <laughs> they were caged, and so the first you know they started sending them out the first day well there was only one that was ever found and it was from the third day and this is what it this is how it read um, <laughs> um, july 13th twelve thirty noon latitude 82 degrees too long 15 degrees five east good passage each 10 degrees south all well on board that was it. It was the only carrier pigeon ever received. Um, All is well. Yeah, they and here, there's a list of some of the shit that they had inside of this balloon while we're talking about the carrier pigeons, and it's like. Like I've been trying to be like it's it's, kind as of stupid as what you've they been had.
3: describing this stuff. I've been trying to picture the size of this, like the gondola or whatever it was that they had. Like,
1: three dudes, and then all of this shit, plus and three
3: months of food, I don't carrier think it's pigeon, the standard issue stuff for them, when they landed <laughs> right, yeah. in
1: the North Pole to like help them walk and maneuver. Small in the snow. houseboat, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. They had a they had a canvas boat <laughs> that, that was also <laughs> of course. Yeah, why not? Because they you would do. you know, they would need it when yeah. they got up there. Presumably, they're flying over the
2: Arctic. And, you know,
1: um, because. They they had a bunch of, like, pointless shit that they carried with them. So they had uh, quantities of Russian and U.S. money, um, a white dress tie, an expensive porcelain bowl, the the heavy silver base for a German vase, a white shirt in its original wrapping. Hold on. Just the base of a German vase? The heavy silver base for a German (laughs) vase. Um, A large collection of heavy towels, old newspapers, Packets of personal letters and two tickets to the Stockholm Exposition. In oh, I was hoping she was going to say
2: paradise.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, why are they oh, old newspapers, too? I mean, that's weird.
3: Yeah. You know, maybe they, they were old. They were Back in the day. orders. Yeah. I don't know. Dirty stories, letters to the editor, <laughs> your yeah. penthouse forum. Uh, I never I thought it I came across have, a balloon full of hot women. <laughs> I never thought it would happen to me. <laughs> but there I was, trapped in the air with.
1: Two dudes. <laughs> you, you know. Uh, July 14th, they started having problems. Um, they called the... I think uh, they had problems the well, day they yeah. launched. These are, these <laughs> are the problems the that... They acknowledged. Them, yeah. Like forcing them to land well before they were supposed to land. Gotcha. So okay. um, they called the balloon the eagle. So when I say the eagle, you the know it the yep. balloon. No. Uh, July 14th, it, was, it started to like rise and then dip and rise and then dip. They were having issues with... Um, Uh, like ice like collecting in certain places so um, by 7.30 they had to uh, that night they had to like put the balloon down they didn't crash they were able to put it down on their own which is good let Uh, me do it Ma. But you yeah, can spot just, um, <laughs> This is where things just get stupid.
0: You thought
1: it was stupid.
0: But wait, there's more. So wait, there's uh, more. So. Right. Son, don't ever use your freedom to... What, what are they doing now? Don't do that either. Oh, my God.
1: Oh, my God god! So they had to figure <laughs> out like where they were going to head to. And there was a couple of different places they could have headed to. Originally, they were supposed to go to White Island, which is...
3: Because um, <laughs> they're white people. That well, sounds yeah.
1: accurate.
3: <laughs> 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 white that people are going to go to White Island. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep.
1: Yeah, that was where they were supposed to go. But um, they ended up deciding to go to the Seven Islands. And so they're walking across... Um, ice, like drifting ice. They're trying to head east, walking across drifting ice, and all it did was make them go further west because the drift was pulling them backwards.
3: So they're playing Frogger.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they're like, oh, we're going to go to the Seven Islands. Oh, wait a second. We're further away than we were before. So they correct their course, and they do the same fucking thing again. They're going southwest, but they ended up going, like, like, south or like northwest. So like it's taking them farther and farther away from the Seven Islands. You would think they would learn from the first one? Like, it's like don't Like they're using apple maps I or feel something. Like I know, I yeah. obviously should have packed <laughs> a hey, compass. It's shot fired. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm and no I'm just way saying the they should have packed a compass. Yeah, no, I mean it, it was a hot mess. Um and but then that finally the really German base really I know. Came yeah. out, I'm sure. Ballast.
0: Ballast. <laughs>
1: yeah. If you're traveling in style, you got to have that, right? Forget the compasses. Yeah. Let's leave those. We mid-air. know, we you know, we don't need to ask for direction. The, the sun, the, the direction of the sun, we'll yeah. use that, you know, whatever. i
2: really got to take this bowl. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, I really need my bowl. <laughs> uh,
1: so finally on um, September 17th, they, they, they eventually hit. found land. So they've been trekking since July, or yeah, July 14th. So we're talking several months here that they've been, they're frostbitten, they're tired, they're freezing, yeah. they're running through their supplies. They finally, um, after 68 days, they find White Island. So they're like, "Awesome!" They start working to get there on foot and with the canvas boat. Um, and they stopped uh, to kill a seal and a bear because they needed food. So they, you know, they're like, "Oh, kill a seal and a bear. That sounds like a good idea." And then this is this is what I found really funny. They took time out on September 20th to have a really fucking weird celebration oh, boy. <laughs> that <laughs> oh. yeah so the details are I'm arcing.
3: a little afraid of where this <laughs> is you know, no, this right? My
2: son, don't use your brain. <laughs>
3: it's not
1: that weird, but it, it is kind of weird considering, like, you know, they're struggling out in the Arctic and they take time to do this. Coldest um, handjobs ever. This was found in one I'm of stuck the. stuck again. I'm stuck again.
3: <laughs> ah. <laughs> I saw that in the Christmas
1: story. So. Yeah,
0: yeah, this is a different Christmas story. <laughs>
1: yeah. They, uh, they had a piece of seal steak, seal liver, seal brains. Seal kidneys, butter, and Swedish bread. Raisins with raspberry sauce, and port wine for dessert. Um, the wine was a gift from King Oscar II, and it was like a vintage 1836. They, did they also have potato. Pack?
0: Did they have potato salad with raisins in it? Because it sounds <laughs>
3: That's like gross. That, that, that there was well. waiting for them on White Island. I feel so yeah. like the, no, no, no.
1: the liver what? and the brains idea is already gross. <laughs> I know it's disgusting, but you know you're, you're hungry. You're gonna eat whatever. And so wh- while they did that, they drank a toast to the king. They unfurled the uh, sweet flag, and they were just singing their national anthem at the top of their lungs in the middle of nowhere, so getting they were drunk, drunk on port. <laughs> eat eat yeah. seal brains.
0: I had port the other day. It's delicious. It's fallen out of favor since white people got killed in the Antarctic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not, you know, smiled upon by white people. <laughs> um, so they did, they reached White Island. Uh, they had some equipment left. They had some provisions left, but um, like They all got sick and you want to know why they got sick? From eating seal brains? Uh, well, they're they're assuming it it's was more polar bears. Brain. Because the
3: brains are fine for you, mad, mad seal disease. Uh,
1: <laughs> polar bears are riddled with parasites, and it, 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 they found um, oh, okay. the body of yeah. a, a polar bear near like the area where they were at. That yeah. looked like it had been killed by a person, uh, not like a wild animal. So, were they in a jungle and it was a polar bear, and they're like, <laughs> "Where are we?" So, yeah. So in the diary, like all three of them had stomach cramps, diarrhea, more, dysentery is basically yeah, what we're going to go with here. You
2: died of dysentery. <laughs> yeah. Oregon Trail, winter edition. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, so at this point, they're all sick, they're weak, they're frostbitten, they're close, they're pretty close to death. They had a little stove with them that they used for heat inside their tent, which they found with the bodies, and it still had fuel in it. So when they died, they were so weak that they couldn't even like keep themselves warm. They turned. The stove, the gas stove off.
0: See, here's the thing. Um, when I grew up, my dad had to talk with me about how to deal with uh, police officers. Uh, also, part of that conversation is don't eat fucking polar bears. It I was, know. That's the little known part of that conversation that we don't really talk about. Right. Know.
1: Or you'll get dysentery <laughs> and Or you'll get dysentery and shit like yourself to death. No, yeah. Just don't do it. Um, so... Always cook
3: it well done. Gross.
1: In the diary, like I said, <laughs> we find out that the first guy that died, it, it appeared that he had a heart attack. Um, they didn't know, obviously they're not doctors, but they said he like seized up and Plessed that chest he died. And yelled, so. Elizabeth! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Alas, I, I died. The last few entries in the in the diary they're indecipherable, and the last date that they could find was that they could actually read was uh, October 17th. So they at least made it till the oh. 17th. Um, October They birthday. found uh, Frankel. <laughs> it's my birthday. It birthday. Oh, uh, they found Frankel dead in a sleeping bag, and Solomon August Andre was propped up against a rock, and. And, so, and then they died. Uh, and, and apparently they, they there was a book, like a documentary book that was written um, about – it's called Flight of the Eagle. Uh, there's been movies, songs, and poems that were written about the expedition. A lot of this came before they found the bodies and, like, realized what had happened after, like, reading <laughs> all the Before they stuff. realized Rewrite how much <laughs> of they were. Yeah, so uh, I'm almost done here. We're about to wrap this up. Uh, starting in, like, in the 1960s, uh, his status as a national hero – it became questioned, and people were getting a little bit more skeptical because um, it's turned to the fact that the expedition was bound to fail, and that Andre knew and refused to to postpone it because of his own ego, and because you know they said Andre has been seen as a manipulator of the national emotions of his age, bringing a meaningless death on himself and his two companions. So now everybody looks at him as kind of like a dick. At first, they celebrated him for like he did some cool stuff before this, right? But but, I mean, he done fucked up. (laughs) So now he's just, um, you know, he's just dead. He he's just (laughs) dead. Those other two guys in their twenties died with him, and for nothing. I mean, except for to get dysentery before they die. And,
3: and to have a good story. Yes. That.
1: So that is the story of the ex- the little expedition that never fucking made it to the North
2: Pole. God. Boom. Um, but if they did make it to White out? Island, which is very
3: appropriate. They, they yeah. made it to yeah. White
1: Island. They made, they made it you somewhere know, at least. the crazy part is if they hadn't stopped to have this random – celebration
3: ice flow rave
1: um, <laughs> like you just wonder you know me like what would have happened right it, or if I they mean, just stuck with the seal yeah yeah, yeah. Or just They're stuck it. with the seal exactly I mean, the after had, yeah. I mean i'm pretty sure that dysentery is probably what ended up making him okay so weak that let's just add to the fact that on top of the polar bear they ate brains and liver i mean that's just Ugh. gross but i mean people Flutter's do that good. i know it's a lot of good nutrients mean? in liver got to cook it right, though. Yeah. On I'm here. Just saying yeah. It is a, yeah, it, it is a it, it, it filtration system, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I did say they had a stove, but it didn't specify if they cooked it. I'm assuming <laughs> right. they did. One would hope so. Um, but, yeah, so that I I, I ran across that. So and a
3: cheers to the balloon ballers.
1: Oh. Cheers. <laughs> cheers to that, you guys. Or the balloon buffoons. You know, yes. balloon buffoons. I like it.
0: Cheers <laughs> to the balloon buffoons. <laughs> <ballers. laughs> to this day have never mm. used my freedom to do anything yes. like this. still have time, though. Yeah. The day is young. Yeah. All right, well,
2: I think Cow, it's time. i got a to balloon. Out th- back.
0: <laughs> I'm going to need to stop recording right now. <laughs> <laughs> David H. got me an Uber.
1: <laughs> I think it's time to pop out the plugs. Uh, I'll just go first. I uh, Next, I don't know when this is going to air. So, um, Saturday. Uh, Tuesday. Oh, perfect. That's actually perfect. Uh, Saturday, the 23rd, which is next Saturday, I believe. Mm -hmm. This
3: Saturday when it airs, yeah. Yeah, this Saturday.
1: I'm going to be at Nexus 419 um, in the Toledo area uh, from 1 to 5 doing a signing with Leah Letterman, myself, Casey Pierce and, uh, Crystal O'Rourke for our, um, anthology book that just came out, uh, through SourcePoint Press entitled Cafe Macabre. It was recently sold out by myself and SourcePoint at, uh, the Grand Rapids Comic Con. So we're going to be out there signing books, um, from one to five, come out, get signatures, hang out with cool kids. We're going to have coffee and I might have a flask if you're lucky. So that's all I got.
0: All right. Well, uh, Obviously, uh, you can find uh, my tours in Detroit, 7.2 tours if you're ever in southeastern Michigan. Any balloon uh, tours? <laughs> uh, no balloon tours. These are all fucking walking tours. <laughs> <laughs> I don't use my freedom to do that shit. <laughs> but, um, but do you so, walk to White Island? I do not. I stay away from White Island on principle. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> but no, Doesn't uh
0: safe. Seven, uh, 7.2 tours. That's you can check us out 7.2tours.com. Also, uh, my own <laughs> podcast here on the podcast, Detroit Network, Leading Questions with Calvin Moore. Um, where we're always uh, discussing uh, controversial topics uh, sometimes Dave shows up which is pretty cool I think uh, Big Dev's been on the show as well my oh, wife's yeah. been on the show and then Steph is not I,
1: I really want to not do not your show is, whenever you're recording it's always like you know I can't make it I don't know doing next
0: Sunday I uh, know uh, so uh, yeah that's it check us out Leading Questions with Calvin Moore
3: fair enough uh, you can find me at uh, Salty Language Podcast saltylanguage.com Eh, I got nothing else fun going
2: on. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Let's see. Uh, I'm gonna plug History of Bad Ideas, uh, <laughs> just because uh, I was supposed to be up for Canadian of the Year, and I've already been voted out as Canadian of the Year, even though I'm from Michigan, because they're idiots.
0: Sounds like bullshit.
2: <laughs> and they're not. And they're not a history podcast. So, uh, but yeah, they're not our rivals. Yeah, but check them out. Um, you know, uh, Source Point Press. Deepwater Games, N3, Art, uh, Oxide Media, and as always, fuck Steve.
3: Uh, Dave and Podcast Destroyed all the things. Let's see, by the time this airs, the Northville Studios should be up and fully running. Uh, there are two there. Those are the new ones. Um, in addition to the four we have in Royal Oak and the video studio here. And then we've got our one downtown. And then apparently next up is going to be Grand Rapids probably before the end of the year. Yay. Uh, and then uh, next weekend I'll be down having the conversation with the folks that want to open up a studio inside the comic book store in Toledo. Woo, so that'll yeah. probably be on the agenda as well. Next um, is
1: 419. Danielle. it's
3: it's nice. yeah we we have stuff going on yeah <laughs> all right anyway, i don't sleep
1: <laughs> well it's time to wrap up the show until next time i'm stephanie
0: i'm the car man big dev i'm calvin i'm tony i'm jen yeah i'm still dave i'm out